0: this show is for you.
1: We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work.
0: This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by
1: design, not default. Summer's winding to a close. Not for everyone, but in Arizona, it seems like I my kids haven't started school yet. Our kids haven't, but we have friends whose kids have already started school. It's like that summer just flew by. Hope your summer is going good. Enjoy the last the last little bit or maybe you have another month, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's li- it's actually a life-changing summer in our family. Our youngest is going to school all day for the very first time. So, for the first time in
1: 15 years,
0: Melissa has all day to herself. What I mean, are you going to do?
1: I think that well, this is what people have told me. They'll say they've said you think you'll have all this time, but you actually don't. You just fill the day up with with things like maybe you'll volunteer more or I really do have an intention to put in time with, with family brand and with real estate that I haven't felt like I had before.
0: It's probably like retirement. People say they're busier in retirement than they ever were when they're working.
1: Yeah, totally. So we'll have to update about that when that time comes in a couple of weeks. But today we wanted to talk about another thing we've been going through that I think almost every family Talks about is when to buy your child their first phone. So our oldest son, he just turned 15 this month, and he's going to be a freshman. And he really wanted a phone for his birthday, and we've we've been talking about this how long? Like five years. Like when when will he get his own phone? So we just love to bring that to the conversation today. Like, what are our what were some of our considerations or concerns? How did we decide when it was time for him to have his own phone? And I'd also like to bring up, Chris actually posted to Facebook, maybe, I don't know, a couple months ago, to his personal Facebook, asking his friends, like, when did you give your child their first phone? And it was so fascinating to see all the different responses and reasonings and justifications for their decision.
0: And tons of comments. I was surprised how many people had something to say about it. And I really wasn't doing it for advice is more like a fascination just to see. And and I also make a disclaimer. I don't think Melissa and I are at all experts in the world of children and devices and screen time. We have no our own thoughts and opinions on it. And we're trying to figure out what works for our family and trying to figure out what doesn't work. We did have, so Melissa obviously has a cell phone. I have a cell phone and we have what we call like a kid's cell phone. So the kids have had a phone that they share amongst them, but none of our children have had their own dedicated phones or none of our kids are on social media with their own accounts. And I was really okay with that. You know, one of the things that Tate, our oldest son, said to us not too long ago, he's like, I'm the I'm the only kid in the eighth grade without a phone. And the first thing I th- I don't know if that's actually true. It probably isn't far off. And the first thing I thought of was good. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm not saying it is good, but my thought on it is I'm just in no rush to put something in my children's hands that can be amazing, but also can be so destructive. You know, there's just so much, you know, as adults, we struggle with it. It's Not an adult I talk to that, that won't admit that they're on their phone more than they'd like to be and doesn't feel like it can be unhealthy a lot of the times. And I think one of the things that we have to be really cautious of is to me, the thing a phone represents more to me more than anything, especially with a child, is it's a magnified comparison device. It's just an opportunity to compare yourself to other people all the time and usually not for the good. Like you're comparing your life with someone else thinking your life should be differently or you should be smarter or cooler or prettier or, or whatever it is. So I just... I guess for us, we just we've never been in a rush, and I'm I'm surprised in a lot of cases, quite frankly, the age at which parents feel their children need a phone, especially like a smartphone with access to the internet. I'm surprised at the age at which a lot of parents allow their children to be on social media, and I might have some. I was about to say there's no judgment that maybe there is, but it's more like I'm just surprised, and I get that certain circumstances it's probably really out of necessity, but I wonder how much of us putting devices in our kids' hands, getting them their own phones, allowing them to have their own social media, is it out of necessity or is it out of just, well, that's what you're supposed to do today. You're supposed to get your kid an iPhone when they're really young and let them on social media.
1: I think I think another thing I could see is it's like it would be easier, like easier in the sense that like maybe they'll stop asking me. I'll like, okay, they've asked me enough. Fine, I'll get you the phone. Fine, you want Or they're Snapchat. always asking me
0: to be on my phone.
1: Yeah, true. Either way. I think like we can we started saying like, we don't have any opinion. I think we do have an opinion about this. And I'm, I think I could say, I feel like in general terms, kids are allowed access, like free access to social media and just internet too early in, in general. Again, that's a general statement. I think that kids should not have that until they are older um, than what I see a lot of like some of my kids peers, but that's a great thing about raising children is it's like you get to decide what's best for for your family and best for your children. And some people on that post that I alluded to earlier that um, Chris had made, some people said like, you know, I had to have a way to get a hold of my child. So they, that's why we decided to get a phone at the age that we did, or someone else I even saw said, you know, I realized that this is the new way of life is there is social media. There is, you know, free internet access to anything you could want. I want my child to be able to learn how to navigate that at a young age. And you know, that's t- totally valid and that's where they're coming from.
0: And some people down that post did have some really great recommendations. They were like, I wanted to have a way to communicate with my child, but didn't want them to have full access to the internet and social media. So I got them with one of those, I can't even remember the name of the watch, but like a watch where you can I think, receive calls, maybe not even make calls. And there's so there's different aspects of that too, where it doesn't have to be a full-blown smartphone with access to everything. I also think this is just like one big stream of consciousness. Like I haven't really prepared my thoughts on it, but as I'm sitting here, I also don't think that for me with my kids, uh, that the answer would be, once I do feel like it's appropriate for them to have a smartphone, I don't know that f- for me, the answer would be to lock it down and try to prevent them from getting on anything and everything because the reality is if kids want to get on something, they'll get on something. They'll figure a way out or they'll get on someone else's phone or they'll get on a computer at school. So I also think there is something useful not trying to do something unrealistic where it's you can't ever be on the internet. You can't ever be on social media. I think in that case, I'd rather teach my children the best principles and values that I know how and remind them of who they are and what we stand for and also trust them to make some decisions. So I think there's this balance there of I mean obviously we want to know where our kids are at and have the ability to see that on their phones know what they've been watching or looking at but you know and you hear stories of kids who have two Instagram accounts the one that their parents follow that they and their parents think it's their only Instagram account and then their the actual, actual one. or TikTok yeah. or you know Snapchat or you know whatever it is but yeah I, I guess I just I did not mind that my my son, and I don't mind that my kids will probably be one of the last kids to get a smartphone or get their own phone. And I wouldn't have felt as good about allowing Tate to have his own phone had the kids not had a shared phone. So I think it was important for them to have a shared phone where they they did have access to it. They did learn how to navigate that and they they could text friends from the kid's phone. So to me, it's kind of like a training wheels a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like in the next, the next progression. So I guess, um, so we did, so we, he, they did have that kid's phone and then maybe just a couple of thoughts, you know, if you do decide, yes, it's, I'm, my child is ready to have their phone. Just a few things that I researched, um, is I do feel like it's important to have that. They don't just have unlimited free reign to the phone. Even at that point, um, with their with taping 15, I'm like, I still feel like you know, this is the next step, but I still don't feel like it's just time to just totally step back. So some things we researched were different types of phones. Like um, there's ones called True Me is a brand and there's one called um, Gab. That's a brand of phone. And these all, you know, I'm going to link to my Instagram because I actually did a post about this a while back where it actually links to all these. I'll see if I can link in the in the show notes to this to my Instagram story. I think I saved the as a highlight at um our family brand is our handle on Instagram. But and then a lot of families also just use an iPhone. Like I know our plan that we have with Verizon, they just a lot of times you'll get like a free iPhone basically. So sometimes that's even an easier option. Like I think for us to add a line, it was ten dollars a month to add a line, whereas True Me or Gab, they may or may not be more expensive. It's just something you'll have to research. But, but with the iPhone, there are, which is what we opted to do, there are a lot of parental controls that you can enable on that too. And so, so far that is working really well for us. You can choose which apps they have access to and um, how long they have, you know, um, access to games every day. You can see where they're at. You can turn on location, which might seem overboard but i feel like that is part of us like still teaching and educating him on how to use this phone i
0: also think we've had some useful conversations there's been times where even on the kid's phone as a shared phone you know we could see that wow someone was watching youtube for a really long time today
1: yeah we went out of town We we probably talked about this before we went out of town we realized oh someone was on youtube for I think it was eight hours one day. We were just like, what in the world?
0: We were, it was we a parenting were, confession. We were so, yeah. We were, we were pleasantly surprised though, that are happy that it was all sports <laughs> related. So that would be a giveaway if you know our family of which child it was. But, and then, but we, but then we'd have those, we'd have conversations like, yeah, well, how did you feel that day? How did you feel that night? How did you feel the next day? And they'll be like, I didn't feel good. Like, so I think most kids are conscious of, man, when I spend lots of time on my phone, I spend lots of time on a screen. I don't feel good. And, and, and can be tons of, tons of ways. Like I don't feel good physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I don't feel like good because I don't feel good about myself. Like I've compared myself. So I think there's two different conversations to be had when your child gets their phone. One is just about responsibility around using their phone. But I also think Again, you just have to recognize what you've put in their hands, and so to me, another conversation that goes back to maybe one or two episodes prior to this is really reminding them that they matter, that they're they're perfect just as they are. They don't need to be anything more. Like again, because they're gonna they're gonna face some like a lot of comparison in my experience. I mean, that's personally what I experience a lot of times on social media. Like, oh, I should be further along in my business, or I should be doing this more with my family, or I should. And sometimes it's inspirational. But a lot of times it's, I don't feel good about myself afterwards. And so I think there's two conversations to be had with your child. One is, again, responsible phone usage and setting some really clear agreements. Like for us, phones don't go in bedrooms. They go on our, you know, they get charged with our phones at night, you know. No, just so so there's things like that. (laughs) You know, being on YouTube for eight hours, probably not a really great thing for you in so many ways. But then I think there's another conversation just around... The emotional toll that it can take having a phone, and just the comparison and everything that goes with that. Those are two different conversations, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. I think it's been a learning curve for us too, because now that Tate has his phone, I'm like, okay, I'm an, I am going to, and so now we have a kid's phone still that the other kids use, and then we have Tate's phone. But I'm like, we've learned like, okay, you can put different parameters where it's like you have. And you can set the time like we've now set time for YouTube so they can't just be on YouTube for eight hours. Like the phone will tell them that their time is up, you know, whatever you set your time to be. So I think it is a learning curve for like both the parents and the child. It's not going to be perfect.
0: I also think that when that happens, that to try not come from a place of like guilt and shame, like if they do spend you know, you look at their phone like, oh my gosh, they were on TikTok for four hours a day or whatever. Use that as a teaching moment and ask like, yeah, how, how does that feel? Like, how do you feel about your productivity? It, the reason I say that is, you know, because we've had that conversation with our boys. And last week we we went down to Cabo, San Lucas, Mexico to surf a little bit. And I remember on our final day or second to last day, Tate just out of nowhere said, man, I, I made a conscious effort when we were here not to be on YouTube at all. And I just felt so good. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Like he's recognizing... And I think you got to trust your kids to, they know what feels good to them and they know what's useful and what's not. And so having those conversations, but not from a place of making them feel guilty or shameful about it, but just like, yeah, how does it, how do you feel on days when you're on your phone a lot versus how do you feel on days when you're not? And just explore that. And also I think share your own struggles, you know, like yeah. you as a parent, my, me as a parent, we're on our phones too much, plenty of times. We know what it feels like when we've stared at a screen too long. And so I think it's just, it's kind of like everything to me. It's like, the sex talk or the drugs talk or the pornography talk. It's like, it's not, it's not in my opinion, meant to be a talk that we just have once it's a conversation that we start and we stay in it. And so I think the same thing with screens and a phone, let's start a conversation with our children and let's just stay in the conversation.
1: Yeah. I love that. One last thing i want to discuss is that I know for some of our kids, they were like, they would tell us, I'm the only one that doesn't have a phone. And I saw some of the comments um, that people would post on their on that Facebook question that you threw out. They would say, yeah, my child, and this is usually like preteen, early teenager, my child felt like they were missing out on their social experience, that everyone else was planning things and doing things and they were never included. They were getting left out because they didn't have a phone. What would you say... What would you say to that?
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't feel like it's good if your child feels left out. I do think though that there's ways to, you know, our kids started using our phones at times, which then had its own challenges, right? Where, but they their friends knew they could get a hold of us, and they would. Like that's the thing. If if kids really want to find out and really find out, and want to find a way, I I would just say that I think some I think some of the reason parents get their kids phones is because they feel like they have to. When I don't know that that's always the case and there's whenever you decide to get your kid a phone as your decision, right? Like, and whatever's best for your family, I would just really ask, am, am I doing it? Because I really feel like this is what's right for our family and my child at this time and they're ready for it. Or am I doing this because of social pressure or because I feel like I have to. And I don't, I really don't feel like with us, I don't feel like we got our, our first child, their first phone from a place of pressure because we felt we had to. I think we thought about it. We'd, we'd had a lot of discussions about it and we're like, okay, we feel like this is what's right for him and for our family.
1: Yeah. I think that's an important thing to remember. So wherever you're at in that journey. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so challenging. And it's a new, it's a new challenge, you know, that other, you know, you can't, I guess I'm, when I'm growing up about half of my friends had phones and half didn't. So it's like a new a new thing that not everyone you know you can't go to your grandma and ask her what she did it's like new territory so have patience with yourself and your kid as you're as you're navigating it all
0: last thing i would say too is just just remind your child and it's not just once keep reminding them that their worth is not attached to what is in their phone and that life is happening outside of their phone and i could stand to hear that too as a parent
1: absolutely See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you.
0: You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed